0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret. And visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is November 17th, 2021. This is your AEW Dynamite review for Fightful. I was at Full Gear this past weekend in Minnesota. Uh, It was a a good show. And damn, did they follow it up with uh, a fantastic show. Episode of Dynamite. If you're watching this, don't just leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, all that stuff. Check out our friends at Wrestle Rumble. We're going to be here Sunday for Survivor Series post show with Denise, all kinds of good stuff. But if you want to make your predictions, go over to WrestleRumble.com, win real money making predictions, not just on the matches themselves, but how long they go. Uh, what they consist of, all that stuff. WrestleRumble.com. You can also find them at WrestleRumble on Twitter. But if you're here on any of our numerous platforms, specifically YouTube.com slash Fightful, you can donate a Super Chat. However, no matter what platform you're on, even if you're not here right now, you can tune in three hours before the damn show and give us a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com. That's Humper Chat or Humper Chats. We don't give a damn. We bought them both. Humperchats.com. We do not endorse the behavior of Streamlabs. (laughs) Humperchats.com. Leave your Humperchats. Get your question or statement right on the air. It's the most direct way to support us. But another way you can support us is FightfulSelect.com. I have had a whole mess of AEW stories up the last three days, two or three days. Yesterday, we talked about a wrestler that, uh, had a little bit of frustration on him after not checking on someone that he injured. Today, we have uh, clarification on that long-standing rumor that Warner Media only wants AEW to do uh, one ma- one women's match, a show. Got some clarification on that. And then, right before the show, guys, who I haven't even introduced guys yet, it's Dem Boys, Robert yeah. DeFelice, yeah. and Alex Palowski, but... There were some other Dem boys that were supposed to be backstage at Dynamite. I haven't heard yet if they were. Uh, One wrestler told me, yeah, they're just visiting. That seems to check out right now. Uh, Another couple wrestlers I had talked to said that they hadn't heard or hadn't seen them as of yet, as of a couple hours before the show. But uh, Robert, FightfulSelect.com reported that the Briscoes were slated to be backstage at Dynamite. Two people who were at Dynamite, Willow Nightingale, Trisha Dora, they were on that ROH roster. Seems like Tony Khan's just like, (laughs) gimme.
1: Well, he needs to take the women's division because he needs to grow his own women's division. The Briscoes deserve to be on a bigger platform at least once. At least once, even if it's a one-off. But I'm sure they'll get there eventually.
0: Alex, uh, Trisha Dora, Willow Nightingale, these are two people that probably need to be signed yesterday. Yes. They can grab Roxy, grab her too. The Briscoes, of course, they have a checkered past. We have heard from a lot of people in ROH that say that they have taken uh, pretty big measures to improve. I, I trust the word of Ian Riccoboni, quite frankly. I don't know of a more milk and cookies human being than Ian Riccoboni. Uh, that, that Ian Riccoboni for sure still actually leaves out milk and cookies for Santa on Christmas Eve. I'm not saying he believes I'm just saying he does it because he's a good guy so I, I trust his word uh but I mean th- it seems like is taking a look at that roster and going yep
2: well yeah I mean there's just a lot of talent there um they they've, they've already <laughs> they've, they've already gotten one particular uh yeah. ring of ring former ring of honor person um so yeah the, there's the, the the one I mean like I won't be satisfied until it's until discretion like I, sure. I just, I won't be satisfied until I'm seeing him in a ring with Danielson. Just like, just, just, yeah, maybe if, 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 just a one-off. It, it, Can it at least be just a one-off if you're not going to sign the guy? Just, just put it on dynamite. And something. Let me watch it. Let me, let me show, it.
0: let me show Jonathan Gresham some love too. Cause I'm going to interview him and his partner in a new, new uh, project they're doing called Terminus. It is a, a wrestling company and they, they have been doing a deep dive on what would make an interesting independent pro wrestling company i'll say that and i gave some of my feedback was flattered that i was even even asked but um i think Britt baker has a pretty good or, or not Britt baker as i read this this super chat right here i think jonathan gresham has a pretty good idea of uh what can make something good but yes get your super chats your humper chats in nerd guru says i'm tired of Britt not having feuds i get the focuses on the tbs title but this is your main women's champ give her something other than backstage promos so let's talk about that first on this review. I'm okay with that because this, this went out of a, a Ty Konchi promo where she's like, even in losing, I won. And Britt was showing her girl the same kind of support that her girl shows her. I love that. I love that she was like, you know who I don't want to face? I don't really want to face Thunder Rosa. So it'd be awful neat if my girl Jamie Hayter beat her next week because why wouldn't she? I I like that. I like that she doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to be using Rebel and uh, and Jamie Hader. Uh, now, granted, could I could I see more than one women's match? Sure, but I thought this was good in what they they did in following up with Ty Conchie and then leaning into Britt Baker. What do you think, Alex?
2: Um, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with it because I feel like we we got really spoiled tonight. <laughs> With, with all sorts of things being immediately said, this is a thing that happened on Sunday. Here's this other thing that you can envision going for six months. Um, so it's just this, this we, we got excited about all these things. I'm fine with Brit not having a new opponent like five days after her last one, mm-hmm. considering that they're building this other thing. And part of... Britt's thing is, is, uh, is her rivalry with Thunder Rosa who's in that tournament. She has her her heater who's facing her uh, next week. I feel like that's fine. I think the women's division especially uh, has a problem with the the rankings because she's not allowed to face anybody unless that person is number two in the rankings. Like it doesn't feel like she's... And Britt wouldn't be like, all right, open challenge. Who wants one? Because Britt would never do that. So I think she's perfectly fine. Britt in character will be perfectly fine waiting for them to force her to face her number one contender because she's fine just backstage cutting promos and being awesome.
1: Yeah, it's smart that Britt would say, I'm not going to talk about me to keep the heat off of me. Let's focus on the other belt so I don't have to defend this one. I like that going forward. They do need more than, hey, this is number one in the ranking, so here's your pay-per-view match but I think they're just saving it for whenever Thunder Rosa gets her match and eventually the belt.
0: Nerd Guru says non-AEW related chat. Becky's interview with Hawani was amazing. She handled every question with class and Rick's tweets only dug his hole deeper. Yeah, I think Rick is a little detached from, from reality at some points. And that, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's an older gentleman. He's partied uh, quite a bit in his days, but you know, uh, Oh, well, Thunder Rosa has chimed in and said Baker would be good at dodgeball. <laughs> so um,
1: <laughs> I ah, guess. So has Thunder Fantastic. Rosa tried to throw a wrench? Adbert well, Baker. she's tried have to I
0: throw have. herself, and I guess if you can dodge a Thunder Rosa, and boy, is she spamming it in the chat right now? We're gonna have to warn <laughs> we're gonna have to put Thunder Rosa in it. I'm out for <laughs> you know, spamming at some point. Mm. Oh my God, she did get it again. <laughs> Come on, uh, she's not dodging our chat, that's for damn sure. Yeah, aren't you at work right now? Yeah. <laughs> Do it, Rosa. Uh, I'm gonna uh. see Rosa uh shortly at at Wrestlecade but yeah as far as the Becky interview went Ariel Hawani's doing great wrestling work and he asks he can get away with asking some of the questions that like quite frankly some of us that are on thin ice with WWPR, we can't necessarily lean in and say oh hey Becky you watch AEW do you uh Alex he can ask those questions
2: yeah absolutely um yeah he's he's a great interviewer um and I I I, I just I love that he did as as a uh a, <laughs> an impartial entity he's allowed to ask this thing and i really respected becky for answering those questions in that way because she could have been like yeah well you know whatever the way the way roman reigns responds to any any talk of AEW in his interviews like oh they're small time i could i could squash all their guys but no she's like no you as a, as a professional wrestler you want to keep up on it you should because this is what you love, you should be able to consume as much of it as possible while you're not doing it. I think that's I think that's really cool, and I love that she referred to them as an alternative because it is true. What AEW is doing is not what WWE is doing, and you you can you're allowed to like both. But I think one of the main reasons you see such tribalism is because they are very different things, and and what WWE doing is doing is not the same thing. When what she's doing there is great. And I think that if she were an AEW and she was doing what they are doing, she'd be great at that, too. She's great. She's Becky Lynch. But I appreciate that she doesn't say, like, oh, they're not competition. She acknowledges they are an alternative.
1: And it's also cool to see her say, they're wrestling and I'm a wrestler, so I need to know what they're doing so I don't copy it. So it doesn't look like we're all just doing the same thing.
0: Beard says Thunder Rose is the only one allowed to spam. I mean, to be fair, I spam her with interview requests, so I'm not going to really <laughs> complain about that. Uh, Beard also says, did you see the Matt Hardy tweet involving Wrestlecade? Yes, so I will be there in a couple weeks. Uh, if you don't go to Wrestlecade at least once, man, you're missing out. Wrestlecade revenge, uh, three days, November 26th to 28th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina at the Benton Convention Center. It's got a who's who there, sting angle. Uh, Braun Strowman, Kane, Jay White, like people from everywhere are there. And they're doing Matt Hardy and Enzo in the soft deletion. (laughs) And if you want to delete your softness, check out bluechew.com, code Fightful. Joey Bagadonut says, please, Briscoes, come to AEW. Their matches versus the Young Bucks were amazing. And they are main event level tag team performers. They really are. Daniel R. says, the matches on this show were great. The promos were okay. Oh, buddy, I thought there was some amazing promo work. let's jump into the first one. Adam Hangman Page comes out, and he was like, listen, I didn't deserve this. I earned this. And talked about winning the AEW championship. He's interrupted in his hometown on Cowboy Shit Day, mind you. And said, and Brian Danielson said, you know, I'm a little disappointed that this wasn't Kenny Omega. And I liked that because, of course, he wanted to face Kenny Omega again. And I just love that Dark Order stepped up and uh said, you know what? It didn't take him 30 minutes to beat Kenny Omega's ass. And there was just this great back and forth, it's just that progressiveness where it starts off respectful, Robert, and then one person pisses the other one off and you can't look like a little bitch in front of your friends. You can't. If this like, if this were behind closed doors, it's one of those conversations that would end ended just completely amicably. But they were in front of everybody. They were showing their asses. And uh, there, there was ass shown here, Robert.
1: Uh, Danielson's got some guts because I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't talk shit about a hangman on a page in a ring full of his friends. You know, yeah. like you'd think maybe if it's an even playing field, but Danielson said what he said. And I love it because I had said since the moment he got there, he's going to be a perfect heel and he can end hangman's reign on the first defense because he doesn't care. And he showed it tonight. And I think that that was perfect. And he's not going to forget that hangman took him down. And I'm sure something big is coming from that.
0: A fight breaks out, Alex. This is the most elementary. It's it's minor aspects of disrespect leading to bigger pieces of disrespect, leading to people trying to fight each other and being separated because you don't want them to fight until it's time for them to fight. You want that fight to mean something. You want it to be a big moment. Ah. Beard says, paid shutting down the you deserve it chance with I earned it is chef's kiss. Yes. To me, this is such a fantastic way to just kick this off. Josh says, Brian turning heel before punk wouldn't have thought. Alex, this is this is wild. Um, this is
2: this was perfect, is what this was. Like, um, this is just this is Danielson. Um, gosh, he shows up a couple months ago saying, I'm not here to help out the young guys, I want to kick some (laughs) freaking heads in. Um, and we're like, oh, Danielson, you're so cute. Of course you want to help yeah. out the young guys. You're a really nice guy. We know who you are. And no, he when people tell you who they are, believe them. Like he just decided, no, no, no. I am I am the best in the world. And I, re- you know what I really do? I love wrestling. But more than that, I love hurting people. I can hurt you a million different ways. Let me show you because that's how I'm going to end all my matches. A million different ways to hurt you. Um, and he gets in this thing. And he's respectful. But it's true. He has actually said, I want to be the guy to take the belt off of Kenny Omega, because screw Kenny Omega, I know I'm better than he is. And so he's a little jealous that Hangman was the one to do it. But because he's got this ever-building ego, because he's still undefeated, and nobody can touch him, and he knows nobody can touch him, he says it in a way to, to Hangman that ruffles Hangman's feathers in his hometown and everything. The whole thing devolves into everything, and finally, while they're being pulled away, he lets out, like, of course, of course, you're you're not gonna fight me with all your buddies between the two of us. Of course, you're a coward. Like, that's this is amazing. And the way that it's so good is that him now saying, Oh, well, how do you have all these buddies between you and me? And this is what he's this is what he does, like he 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 takes out um uh uh evil uno, and then he, he challenges another one and and In their
0: hometown, even in his hometown, yeah. Even
2: before he even had the evil, the evil Uno match, I was like, I hope he faces, beats, and destroys every member of the Dark Order before he agrees to have the match with Hangman. I hope he insists upon it. Like, this list, he should be the kind of heel, never cheats. He's just better than you are. You can't beat him, and he knows it. Like, that. This kind of Danielson heel, like every heel run he ever had in WWE was always a gimmick. Like I'm, I'm the environmentalist. I'm the, the 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 no the the no guy. No, he's just better than you now, and he's gonna beat you up. I love it.
1: Well, one thing I I do like is that he got the crowd to boo him organically simply by saying, I headlined WrestleMania. Yep. Jim and Beard then I wrestled WrestleMania
0: to AEW confirmed. They, they got a chorus of boos, Robert.
1: Yes. Just, just for saying WrestleMania and then saying, and then I wrestled the next night and that's it. Because even though he's Danielson and we all love him, he still has the WWE stink on him. And that's just something AEW fans can't forgive.
0: Oh man, Nerdguru says Danielson versus Stu Grayson hose me down. That I, I've long said there's going to be a match that Stu Grayson has that's going to show everybody what he is. That's going to be the match. It's going to be the Brian Danielson match. Mark my words. When they have their match, a lot of people are going to go, "Oh shit, Stu Grayson." Yep. Uh, <laughs> Sawyer said by far the most babyface thing Adam Page has ever done is tell the you deserve it chance to f off. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. But, I mean, you can deserve something by earning it. Maybe maybe Hangman's been a little obtuse there, okay? Yeah, yep. I love me some Sova said, having a blast at the Dynamite Rampage. Stop him by right quick to show some love. You guys rock. A reminder, if you guys can't watch the shows live, you can send Humper Chats at Humperchat.com, and we get them for the next show. So uh, that has been a great benefit there. Again, we do not uh, reflect the interest and behavior of Streamlabs. Labs. Uh, humperchats.com. JB Love says, Woohoo, caught the live show. Keep doing what you all do so well, fellas. Fightful rules. Well, you know what? I'll be doing a Q&A show either tomorrow or Friday. Either way, stay tuned to FightfulSelect.com. Make sure you check that out. We do that one well. Stuplexer says, I don't think this was a heel turn for Danielson. His mission has always been to win the championships and kick heads in. He said on day one, he wasn't there to help anybody. I prefer wrestling when everyone's pissed off and wants a shot at the world title. I mean, for, for all the shades of gray talk we've had over 20 years, AEW does the closest to it in that sometimes people are assholes and then it doesn't mean you're a bad person because you're an asshole. It just means sometimes you're an asshole. Everybody is not. Everybody's going to be sunshines and rainbows, Alex. Uh, absolutely and
2: here's the here's the thing i don't i don't think he thinks he's being a heel yeah he's not he's not doing bad things he's being the greatest wrestler and he's putting a little stank on it when he does but i i if you listen to that crowd who i guarantee you loved brian danielson before he came out there by the end of everything he was doing they were booing the crap out of him and that takes that takes a little bit of
0: artistry in it and i love it
1: my favorite thing is I guess Virginia booze hard work. Great. <laughs> yes. Uh
0: Tony Shade says, Who would you put in Danielson's heel stable? Uh, probably 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, uh, for for sure. Is and Lee Moriarty. I'd yeah, him there it is. Too. Lee
1: Moriarty, Daniel Garcia, and a guy named Jonathan Gresham, because why yep. not?
0: Yep, that's who I'd put in it. Phantom FTW says Hangman is so over. Anyone versus hangman equals a heel. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. That's there ain't right. nothing wrong with that. Same thing with Eddie Kingston right now. Yeah, Punk got a heel reaction because it's Eddie Kingston. Sawyer says wasn't a huge fan of how WWE the opening segment felt, but the old opening segment felt when uh, Brian came out and they went back and forth. The content of the promos, humped, I was okay with it. I mean, interrupting Hangman in his hometown is a whole lot better than leaving him laying.
2: Right, and it also like he he was Adam Adam Page says now what the next chapter is. Brian Danielson and then Brian Danielson came out. He was like, he basically called him out and that was, that was great. Um, listen, the thing I've had to retrain my brain to think is I have been watching the same wrestling for 20 years yeah, and I've been watching them use the same things over and over and over again for 20 years. I don't remember them doing this kind of a promo on, on an episode of dynamite to start out with. They always start out with a hot match. This it, this felt monumental because they never do it. If you can just look at the way AEW does things, they're not going to do this again next week and the week after that and the week after that. This was a special thing to get this feud started, and I thought they did it perfectly.
1: I don't think we see this again until CM Punk or MJF wins the world title, and that's good because it is a trope, and it's a trope that they've smashed, and now that they brought it back, they did it to perfection.
0: J blood says "Jeezy, cheesy, cheesy hangman is so over. They turned Brian nearly instantly. The first 40 minutes made this heated feud, a near perfect show. And then right after the hangman match, people are going to love Brian Danielson again, and he can go right back to where he was and it'll be fine. Rivenblade blade says, uh, Jeremy is right. Danielson is the goat all hail. Uh, you know what? I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Rivenblade said, WrestleMania has more heat than the HFO. Yes or no. Uh, yes, yeah, tonight. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Thomas Lavallee says versus Cabana in Chicago versus Allen Angels in Atlanta. Yep. I, I, man, this is, uh, this is going to be a fun series of matches. Brian Danielson's already like 10 and 0. <laughs> like he's yep. already, yeah, killing it.
2: Because as uh, he said, I'm out here wrestling every single week. Yes. So he's just going to keep piling up those victories.
0: Nate S says he made it seem like he's going to dismantle each member of. Dark order until hangman accepts how many friends will let hangman or will let page let get beat up before he says he's ready.
1: Well, hangman doesn't have to accept Tony Khan has to book the match.
0: Yeah. But I mean, he, Brian Danielson did say specifically, I don't want you to have the excuse that you're not ready. So whenever you are, Mm -hmm. I will be. Anakin says, I liked how Brian was actually being hypocritical when he said he won the title at mania and then wrestled the next night conveniently leaving out that triple H made him defend the net, defend the title. <laughs> it's true, but he did wrestle. He did wrestle. He did, he did get in the ring. JB love says the astonishing thing is this, this isn't just good wrestling storytelling. It's some of the best storytelling on TV. So that's, that's a point I keep making. Like I just love good TV. I love Ozark. I love dead to me. I love stuff like that. I would watch this wrestling show regardless. Like I would just, if I wasn't covering this, I would be there on my couch at 8 p.m. on a Wednesday night. I wouldn't watch it on DVR. I'd be there every Wednesday watching this show, and that isn't a way that I've felt for a very long time about wrestling. Uh, Nerd Guru says Page versus Brian on the first TBS Dynamite. That's what I'm thinking. That's I don't option. think you. I don't think you can stretch this out until Revolution. No. I think once every two months or so, Robert seems like the
1: path for the title. I- Battle of the Belts hasn't gotten a date yet, so if it's not that, then it will be the first Dynamite.
2: I mean, and if he actually wrestled each one of those members of Dark Order in a row, one a week, that would put him around the time when
0: when the first Dynamite is. In Schultz says, "Can we get Briscoe's FTR, please? They want it bad. They both FTR."
1: It. I believe told TSN that they will do whatever it takes to make that happen. They want that one.
0: Mark Losper says WWE starting their programs with promos isn't the problem. Starting uh, WWE. Okay, wait. That Okay. I, I can't understand this. They say it isn't the problem. <laughs> then it is the problem. Oh, with WWE promos is the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I understand the super chat. Sorry. I got ahead of myself and I was like, what the hell? Felt like Laura Ingraham for a second. Uh, the mechanism isn't bad. The content is Yes, the content and delivery is uh, pretty rough there. And Nerd Guru says, Brian being the workhorse heel is amazing. Not with a single word. CM Punk com- confronting MJF spoke volumes. This feud will be juicy. Let's lean right into that because I talked about Raw this week and I felt like not a lot newsworthy happened. And then on this show, a lot of stuff newsworthy happened. Uh, Wyatt Todd Uh, says Brian Danielson is the epitome of you're not wrong. You're just an a-hole. Yeah. But MJF had two segments. There was a segment of him backstage, something uh, that seemed very rooted in his actual belief. He is sick of the bullshit. He is sick of being compared to The Miz. That's what he's saying. He's saying, stop comparing me to The Miz without saying The Miz or saying anything about WWE. That's his thing. Stop saying I'm just a mic guy. I can wrestle. Oh, and man. Hot Damn, I thought that was the best in-ring wrestling match of uh, Saturday. I thought it was one of the best singles matches of the year in North America. I thought it was one of the best singles matches in AEW history. Uh, it was amazing. And MJF has always, well, I don't want to say always, but the la- he's been capable of that. But this was very much an MJF raising up his middle finger and saying, yeah, I can just to show you. And um it it was it is very much a statement performance, Alex. And this is um, a statement promo.
2: The the yeah I, I I think that um I think that all all, all around uh MJF and, and Darby gotta be right up there as as, as match of the night um from, from full gear. Uh, MJF showed me a lot of stuff. There was some stuff that I'd never seen before. That that counter of a code red into a power bomb is one of the slickest most imaginative things I think I've ever seen. I watched the the, the gif of it like 15 times in a row. To like, watch how he he flips his arms at a certain time; otherwise, it never works. Like, it's really, really, really intricate. Um, so his promo backstage after just having won that match, all sweaty with still Darby's face paint all over it, and he's drinking the 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 the, the fire in that promo. Like you could tell that 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 was. From the heart, in the moment, there was nothing scripted about that. That was just like, I am who I say I am. I am better than you. Not just on this thing, not just on the mic. No, I am better than you in the ring. And I, 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 I'm telling you, he is so young. He could learn from the best guys in the world who are in that locker room, pick up stuff every year and become literally the best on the mic and the best in the ring by the time he's like, what, 32, 33 years old? If he does all of that kind of learning, which it feels like he is all the time. I love this. And then we get to see him come out again and deliver a completely different kind of promo. Like the range this guy has at this young age is unbelievable.
1: First of all, the match he had at Full Gear was so good. It started the show, and it made what what ended up being for us like a seven-hour night, and it made it all worth it in that one match because MJF is so good, and Darby Allin is just as good, if not a little bit better. But then MJF sitting there... In his face, in Darby's face paint on his chest saying, this isn't face paint. This is shame. It, it's so good. And he's so ready to be champion. And he finally said it. You wouldn't know that by the rankings because the rankings don't tell the truth. And I think that was maybe the best line he's had all night because he's going to be the next world champion. It's just a matter of time.
0: Well, then the end ring happens, and MJF hands over the microphone to Sean Spears, and all due respect to Sean Spears, I I don't remember what he said. And this is not a shot at Sean Spears at all.
1: I don't think he said much of anything.
0: And not a shot at Sean Spears, it's just I was so, I was overwhelmed at what followed. MJF is like, nobody can approach me, I'm the best in the world. And then CM Punk comes out, looks him dead in the eye. MJF reaches his hand out and doesn't shake it. Uh, Eddie Kingston did not shake CM Punk's hand on Saturday night. CM Punk did not shake MJF's hand. We get an instant great gif moment where MJF goes, are you fucking serious? Uh, it's going to be up there with the Tony Schiavone uh, gif for sure. It's one of those things. You knew this was going to happen at some point, Alex. You knew it was coming, uh, but as Ray Velez says, it gave him chills. <clears throat> Daniel says it was great. For him, it was perfect. <laughs> Snap Joe says MJF giving Punk his first loss. Chris Rain says, loved how Punk answered after a masterful promo from MJF. But this is something we knew was going to happen. We just didn't know when. And here
2: we are. Um, yeah, it was one of those things where um, we always knew this was going to be a thing they did. I just didn't think they were going to do it already. Like it was like th- this. This company really takes no days off, do they? Like they're gonna get—they—they they're, jumped all full in on this Danielson heel turn esque thing they're doing versus him and Paige. and they're doing—they're doing MJF and Punk now. Like, um, the—the the thing about Punk is so great, is that Punk is a narcissistic prick. He is. Um, he's—he's—he's doing—he's he's doing, he's doing the stuff like helping the new guys. Um, not. Not, not because he's doing it like you know he's altruistic. He's doing it because it proves that he's better than the young kids, and like Eddie is. Eddie is right about Punk. Eddie is right about Punk, and we're gonna we're gonna. This is the beginning of the story that shows us that Eddie is right about Punk. Him, him. Um, basically, lording it over on on Eddie after beating him with the shake my hand, knowing Eddie wouldn't do it, so he could say, "Hey, I was trying to be the yes. nice guy." Like he's he's being that. So we and and we boo him for 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 screwing with Eddie for being a dick to Eddie. But if he's a dick to MJF, we'll cheer him again. Remember how he reacted to being booed in that match for Eddie Kingston? It was like, "Where the hell is this coming from?" I don't like this. So who does he pick a fight with? MJF, who he knows he's gonna get cheered over, and he doesn't have to alter
0: anything God, about him. Damn, you're right. It's perfect. <laughs> you're right.
1: Well, oh,
0: I don't Jesus know how Christ. I can call
1: that because he just basically booked the story of the match. But then you look at CM Punk and he says, I know you because you're me, and you're just as smarmy of an asshole as I am. And you turned on Cody. And I know that you have in you what I have in me. And at the same
0: time, I think that's why MJF looks at him and goes, are you fucking serious? Because I know how much of a scumbag you are. You are every bit the scumbag that I am. And he's like, I know you're manipulating these people.
2: Oh, goddamn, pal. And, and, the, and the best part of this is that, is that um, MJF um, wants to play a game with you. He's Jigsaw. I want to play a game with you. And Darby was trying to, like, stay away from it, but he couldn't. He couldn't do it. And so Punk knows the best way to get under MJF's skin is just to refuse to play his game. And, and the, the
0: beautiful thing about Punk and, and MJF is they have always been that jackass that is every bit as good as they think they are. Like, they, they've they got that in them because they are that good, and they know that they can get They're not humble about it at all. They're so aloof. I mean, aloof would be a very tame word for MJF, but punk always. Uh, Sean Blanford says it's shocking that MJF is this good at just 25. They've AEW's got the, the future on lock. My God.
1: But that's going to be the story of the match. He's going to say, I thought I was good at 24, 25, and then I stepped in the ring with Eddie Guerrero, and I realized I yeah. suck. You're going to step in the ring with me and realize you're not on my level, kid.
0: Oh, that's going to happen eloquent says did you see the post full gear punk promo oh they're so man. good at these they're so good at these
1: that was
2: great like i'm I, little by little day by day match by match i'm remembering just who the fuck i am says cm punk and he is he's everything that eddie said he is i mean we're, we're like they're gonna keep eddie busy doing something fun but i but this whole thing is gonna come back around every so often to eddie Saying punk, you're you're you exactly who I said you were, and yeah, he's 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 going to
0: storm out and be like, "I can't take this shit anymore." He
2: is going to be proven right, and that promo when he's like, "I fucking told you so," to everybody is going to be glorious.
0: Pardon, pardon the uh, the f bombs we're dropping, but we're so excited; they're happy f bombs. Sorry, sorry, no, it's okay, it's all good. I dropped a few myself, but I mean, to me. When this comes back, it's just Eddie Kingston like speed walking out and beating the living shit out of CM Punk because he can't take watching it's him, him anymore. anymore. Yeah. He can't do it. The promo comes later. Yeah. <laughs> uh Josh says MJF versus Punk, let the mind games begin. And Sean Blanford says MJF is 04, 05 Orton, and it'll be just as good. It, well, his promo is way better. Yeah. In ring, I think he's way better, too. There are some intangibles that, that Randy Orton just had instinctively that I don't know that anybody will ever touch. But I think there's a lot of of uh, MJF that is better than Orton was at that age. And uh, Orton's a good comparison for him, too. Uh, JB Love says, 100% what Alex said regarding Punk. He's always got a little heel showing. Give me the shades of gray. Oh, I love it so much. Nerd Guru says I want MJF to cut a promo so good that it ends with this line, you're no longer the underdog. You've come but what you hate, you become John Cena. I oh think, my god. I think
2: you will. Yeah. I think that's Woo. I think that's on tap.
0: J Blood says MJF with two unreal promos, punk with the most legendary retort. Why? Because he did what MJF does to everyone else. He got under his skin. Mhm. Oof, man. Ty says, I didn't think we'd be doing MJF and Punk right now, but I'll take it. Whenever MJF wins the AEW Championship, I think out of the four pillars, Darby should be the one to beat him for it. We'll see, to me, right person. When you're this deep, it's, to me, right person, right place, right time. But Tony Khan told me that he had the first four mapped out. And if you look at the all-out 2019 poster, sure seems like he had it all mapped out. And when he was asked, do you know who five and six would be? He said, I don't want to talk about that. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, but let's keep the topic on Eddie Kingston. He's backstage. Daniel Garcia, 2.0 interrupt. And uh, they're like, CM Punk, our our son Daniel lasted longer than you did. And Eddie Kingston, he doesn't get pissed off at that. He gets pissed off that Daniel Garcia, a fantastic competitor, would allow these two people to call him their son. He's like, now we got a problem. He's like, Punk wanted to wrestle you. He wanted to fight me. And now they're doing it. And I love that Eddie Kingston acknowledges. He's like, can I get one promo? Can I get (laughs) one promo where people don't interrupt me? Robert, this is, again, it ain't rocket science.
1: And it's beautiful hypocrisy in that his whole beef, with or Punk's whole beef with him was, why'd you interrupt me? I'm just trying to talk to Mm Tony Schiavone. But I think the genius line outside of the "How are you going to let these two grown men call you their son?" is "I'm going to catering." Like that line <laughs> will keep Eddie Kingston immortalized because it will be clipped forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to catering. Like, I, I, I love. And this he, so he needs much. to
0: say, "I don't want an apology. I want to whip your ass." Like I, that would be good. He
2: is just so exhausted. Just just mentally, physically, like, ah, God, okay, hold on. Give me this microphone. Uh, first of all, you, shut up. You, Blockhead, and your friend, like, forever, forevermore, the members of 2.0 will be referred to by me as Blockhead and his friend. Because that's that's great. And then he just, he lays into to Garcia, and I just think it's like, oh, yeah, I know you from Buffalo. I know where you're from. Yeah. Like, it just, it was such a really interesting, like, This these couple of New York kids from different sides of New York who have that connection—they know what it means to grow up on those streets. It's
0: that's awesome. And him acknowledging that he knows who Daniel Garcia is is good as well. I I I like that an awful lot. Eloquent says um, could be an Alistair Black Cole Alistair Black Velveteen type feud where Punk just refuses to give him the attention that he so desperately craves. Oh, buddy, yes, or my personal favorite you give a troll just enough attention then you never acknowledge them again <laughs> and it drives them up a wall yeah because they can't get over it they can't they can't exist mm-hmm. without you so you give them just a little bit then you take it away you take it away normhausen says can't watch live but wanted to show some love on national cowboy shit day may gabagool be with you and also yes, with indeed. you yes Reminder, guys, leave your Humper Chats at humperchat.com. Get your questions, statements read on the air. Jan Beard says, on a serious note, Sean, you're a fantastic person and one of my favorite wrestling media people. Hope you're starting to feel better. You got this. Well, thank you so much. I got a lot of kind words. Uh, also, I mentioned this on the, the Listen You Boy today. I know this is an AEW show. Uh, there was a WWE rep that called and had some very nice things to say about me um, earlier this year when my wife went through uh, a bit of an injury. They sent her a very nice card. So uh, it isn't all negative from from that side of the company, people. There are some good people, a little bit of everywhere, and people from every company, every outlet, all kinds of you reached out, and that means a lot. Uh, thank you. It's not something I feel comfortable talking about a bunch on the air, but I did, get, I did read all of your messages, and it means an awful lot to me. Uh, Brendan says, AEW was awesome. Appreciate you, SRS, and all the fightful. Keep it up. Ken Chiro says, Briscoes versus FTR for the GCW tag titles in a what-even-is-wrestling-in-2021-anymore <laughs> match? Yeah. Well, I, I reported a story this past weekend on FightfulSelect.com, please subscribe, that ROH and GCW had a talent exchange meeting like three weeks before ROH decided to just pack it in, which the interesting aspect of that, guys, is waits does not need to meet with GCW to book Effie and AJ Gray. They're free agents. They can do whatever they want. That speaks to the hype behind right. GCW. They wanted their top two tag team wrestlers on GCW's screen. That speaks volumes about GCW. Hmm. ShotKid29 says, could see Eddie being like a late 90s Mick Foley uh, as the beloved hard-nosed underdog who won't stay down and get a short title reign or two. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's going to do I think one day he wins a title there. I don't I, yeah. I don't think he's their Tommy Dreamer that Tommy Dreamer never wanted to win the title and then he did eventually, but um I, think I don't ev- think he's that.
2: I think eventually CM Punk will be the <laughs> AEW champion. And I think the only guy that should beat him for
0: that title is Eddie Kingston. Ooh. Well, what is what does a uh, Chicago uh New Yorker Tony D think of Kingston?
2: Listen, this guy, Eddie Kingston, used to work construction. Listen, my uncles, they owned the construction. They owned the construction company. I remember I remember Eddie Kingston. He used to work with my uncle Carmine down at the docks. I know Eddie Kingston. You stay in LA, LA partner.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. J.B. Love says, did you just call me a blockhead is the new you try to take a swing at me. I love it. Oh, I love it, man. Shazarn uh, says, I love it when Danielson said the forbidden mania word and the crowd goes stunned. <laughs> Great way to get heat playing off of history. Like the way that he reacted, I don't think he expected to get that reaction. It was a happy accident, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, also very cool is that the Butcher, who is in a very successful metal band, has been on tour. Uh, also, looks awesome in incredible shape. Yeah. But Tony Khan told us at the at the media scrum, yeah, he scheduled this Wednesday off so he could wrestle Ishii, and then he's <laughs> going back on tour. <clears throat> now, I thought this match was way overbooked. It did not need all the pop-up, pop-up, pop-up on the ramp. Um, I love seeing Rocky Romero. It's good to see that he's doing well after he was next to Fred Rosser during that that. Promo. <laughs> you see that promo, Alex? I did. I did see it. I, I I
2: did see it. I I uh I didn't hear part of it. Okay. because they bleeped part of that out. Or, but I, but I could read lips.
0: So for those of you <laughs> who, who didn't know, Fred Rosser, who is on fire in New Japan, the former yeah. Darren Young yeah. has a new lease on life in New Japan. He is kicking ass. He's doing great. Love seeing it. One of the great guys in wrestling. He's next to Rocky Romero, who is the liaison, not just for New Japan, for everybody, it seems. And he says, Tom Lawler, I'm going to break into your house. I'm going (laughs) to murder you in front of your family. I'm going to bend you over and humble you. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Rocky Romero's just looking off like, he looked like Sherry in the back of the Booker T promo on Hogan. That's how I looked. He was like, it was amazing. It was so ridiculous. Uh, like the it's like the seventh murder threat we've gotten on <laughs> wrestling TV. Oh, amazing. But um good to see he's okay after that, Rocky yeah, Romero. Yeah, he made it he's all right. still out on TV. But um this match was good. I love it. It showed off Ishii. I've never been like the biggest fan of Ishii's work, but I respect it. I like it. He is a 200 pound, five foot eight guy that wrestles like he's 350 pounds. Uh, no. And I think there's something real cool about that. Robert uh, of okay. says, butcher looking real jacked. He's looking great. Yeah. And the right people got the win. Butcher and the blade never went on dynamite. It feels like.
1: Yeah. Um, butcher, first of all, is awesome and feels like this old school wrestler just coming back around Seeing him against Ishii wasn't like the exact perfect match for him. I'm going to be honest, this wasn't my thing, mostly because I'm over the HFO. I want sure. everybody there to do something else. But seeing Ishii trade strikes with the Butcher, I'd watch that all day long. And I love a good brain buster. So shout out to that.
0: Alex, uh, Tyrone Kid says, Ishii and O.C. are the odd couple we didn't know we needed. How good is your 2.0, Alex? You want to take Make- a
2: swing at me? That's that's as good as I got.
0: <laughs> may Gabagul be with you. Shot Kid 29 says that may have been one of the best dynamites of the year and AEW isn't slowing down. But what does Tony D think of the stone pit bull? <clears throat> the stone. <laughs>
2: I'm assuming this is this is a, a nickname for Ishii. Yeah, yes,
1: it is. Yeah, not Tony D's local pizzeria. Yeah, I was wondering.
2: Like, that just seemed like an interesting. Uh, listen, this guy's uh, Ishii. I I I like this this guy, he's made out of freaking granite. Like he's he's like five foot two, but he's, he's made out of freaking rock. Like the time when he's just walking straight toward that guy. Who was that guy? Mad Max Teddy Roosevelt? That guy's amazing, but he couldn't get nothing on him. He's throwing the forearm shivers, the forearm shivers, the forearm shiver, and just Ishii just walking straight toward him. I love it. I love it. It's fantastic.
0: Sorry, I had myself muted. Cowboy Flint says, can't believe I just saw Ishii come out to the Pixies then wrestle the
1: guitarist from Every Time I Die. You know, yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot happening here, and I think we take it for granted.
0: Oh, we, we certainly do. Uh, we certainly do. Well, you know what, guys? Don't take your mornings for granted. Get yourself started right. Whether you're on tour, you're at home, you're on the road, what's it matter? You can have yourself some delicious Magic Spoon Cereal. That's right. Magic Spoon Cereal. I eat a bowl every weekday morning. I love it. It's wonderful stuff. 13, 14 grams of protein, 0 grams of sugar, only 4 net grams of carbs, only 140 calories per serving, in a breakfast cereal that won't have you running back and forth to the cupboard. It has all the flavors you love. Cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry, cinnamon, peanut butter, frosted cocoa, fruity, maple. Oh, my. Just so many. So many. By God. And right now, you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order. I legitimately have 8 boxes of this at my house i love magic spoon cereal they're so confident in their product it's backed with a 100 happiness guarantee if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked it's a great snack it's a great breakfast you can uh, replace your protein shakes with it or supplement your protein shakes with it wonderful stuff oh well i got the lambert overlay up now I got the blank one up what are we doing here yeah yeah there we go eloquent says any of you guys watch okada versus buddy yet it was good um it wasn't the best match of the year like I was hoping it would be did either of you get to check it out yet
2: I, I I haven't been I I thought I would be clever and see if anybody had, had pirated up on YouTube. And I clicked on on like all three of them and they were all like WWE 2K, like creator wrestlers fighting that's each funny. other. And I was like,
0: that's not fair. That's,
1: that's not, uh, I haven't seen it yet that I'm sure Bud Matt did great.
0: Andrade and FTR. We get Malachi black. We get Lucha brothers all doing backstage promos. Um, well it's good to see that Dax Harwood's okay. As we reported, um, He was a little banged up. But Anakin JMT says, Am I the only one not excited about Cody Malachi having their fifth match since August? FTR and Lucha Brothers, their third match this past month with one more to go. And Andrade Pack with their fourth match. Way too many rematches for my taste. This is another instance of the Cody-verse exhausting me a little bit. I don't need to see the same people face each other over and over and over again. Much less... A bunch of different combinations of people fighting each other over and over again. And this not, and is what I look to escape, Alex. And not the one I want.
2: Just and give just give me Malachi versus Pac once for 15 minutes. Like everything else, pales in comparison. Like if you if you're gonna keep this feud going, you gotta do that at some point. I am I am somehow okay with this, considering they don't do rematches ever. This is the one time this thing is going to extend over and over and over again. Now it would be different. It would be better if I if I liked all of the matches and thought they were all great. I like all these guys who were in it. It just doesn't feel. None of it doesn't. Something's missing from a lot of these matches. Um, I like the
0: ingredients. It's just
2: like exactly. God, damn man. I'm so... um, and and the eight man tag is doesn't sound like a feud ender. That sounds like a feud extender. So, so I, we're going to get more of
1: this.
0: I said this on, on my review guys. Like I know Tony loves the four hour pay-per-view, but when you're there live, it's four and a half hours and you're really there for five hours. Cause you're doing the post-match stuff, all that, that rampage was not good. They could have taken the American top team match and the Cody tag match yeah. off of full gear, put those on rampage uh-huh. rampage would have kicked ass. Uh-huh. A lot of people would have felt a lot different about those two matches. And then Full Gear would have been even more digestible. Like, I think you, if you're going to do those rampages before the pay-per-view, Robert, condition people to think, I've got to go to that rampage.
1: Specifically, and I know this isn't everybody who's watching this issue, but then you tack on the time spent for somebody like you going to a post-show media scrum and that turns into a much longer night. I totally think they could have put the American Top Team match on Dynamite, and maybe even the Cody tag. I like this eight-man tag. I might be the only one, but I think that the ingredients here are good, and I think it's just a small thing, probably from Cody, probably from Tony, to say, hey, remember how Survivor Series matches worked when everybody hates each other involved? (laughs) And I think that's, What's happening here? Will it be elimination? Did they say that? No. I don't know. I don't don't think it's specified elimination, but it will have the flavor of an all-star tag team match with actual history behind it. And I like that. Also, shout out to Tully Blanchard, because I know I'm the only one that gets super hot for these things And what he said. R. Anderson, I ain't Jose, and I got one more in me. I got one more in me. And I,
2: listen, the, the best part of any of these backstage things, as much as I love Malachi, and I really do, was definitely, for me, Andrade El Idolo saying that Tully Blanchard's huevos were big. Like, that's the way the promo ended. Like, all this stuff was
0: big like oh just God. So out of the blue. <laughs> I, I like that andrade's english is like just good enough to where he can he understands the nuances of humor yeah. he doesn't have to cut big long promos but he he gets it yeah nerd guru says cody verse no way home phil felice says death rob is finally a thing and it's cody <laughs> and our uh, valab says sucked into the cody vortex that we are launchpad says is mjf finally going to come out to cult of personality in chicago next week it would be so good he's gotta now now is the now time now
1: he's gotta oh
0: now he's well gotta. now he
1: does and then punk just laughs at him because it's like that's what you did you did the thing that everybody thought you were going to do you're better than that dr six fingers esquire says had to miss listening
0: your boy live today because of a tooth removal Watching now, my face feels like hell. And Speed Reader, Zap, switching colors, had me Zap Reuter filming it until it was addressed. Well played, sir. I sat down at my desk today with a green shirt on. I look at the screen and it turns gray. And I'm like, did I just go colorblind? Like right now. (laughs) I still had my green screen on from our Halloween episode. And have just not worn anything green since then, and apparently neither has has anybody else. But it perfectly turned my shirt gray. I've never seen a visual green screen work that well before, and I just started to switch it in the middle of the show just to mess with people. <laughs> uh, it was it was a good time. Jay Blood says one day Orange Cassidy is going to go full Tarantino character when the stakes are high or this chaos stuff goes to the next level. People aren't ready. Oh, buddy, if you all haven't checked it out, on this very channel, there's a video titled Orange Cassidy Out of Character. Have you all seen this? No. I don't think so. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to show you all now. (laughs) I'm going to risk demonetization (laughs) just to show you guys exactly what this is. Uh, Now, you're going to have to give me a couple seconds to... uh, Find it, download it, upload it, all that stuff. I found it, but uh, I'll I'll address these other chats. Jambeard said, I wanted to see Ishii no-sell the brass knuckles. I didn't. I, I don't like the no-selling and all that. Daniel R. says, Thunder Rosa Britt Baker should main event a pay-per-view. I agree. Yes. I think it could and it should uh, do that. Oh, boy. I found that video. So, in my mind, let me let me pull up this. <laughs> This is what eventually Orange Cassidy should turn into. What we are about to see is the complete opposite of Orange Cassidy. And quite honestly, this is just Orange Cassidy caught outside doing stuff. Like, randomly, out of character, existing upon himself. And he couldn't be more unlike what we see him. Check it out.
1: Yeah about DJs is
2: I can go inside DJs. I can dance my people's. I can dance people's faces off.
1: I can. Oh, he's getting of the move. Burn, oh, burn a
2: hole the goddamn dance floor, <laughs> girls. And where do you go? Down girls, to the basement. Girls, free liquor. Girls, girls just, girls just going set. It's like goddamn Indiana Jones <laughs> and Temple 2 Doom. People's faces melt off But I dance. Their faces off. You know Melting
1: faces nowadays. How often do you come here?
2: How often do I come here? Every goddamn summer Every when summer. I'm not, when I'm not
0: beating people's faces up because I'm goddamn worried. Fucking jacked as shit. All the fuss
1: is about throwing napkins in the air. Napkins, straws,
0: napkins, fucking strokes, cups. cups. What else? You know what I'm talking bitches. about. Bitches, throw
1: bitches in the air. I would love to throw bitches in the air. Fish
2: hands.
1: Oh, no. fuck. Next question. All right, I'm going <laughs> best to worst DJs DJs obviously New Jersey New Jersey
2: Brooklyn Brooklyn where you at And then everybody else can suck a dick because Brooklyn. where is that Where did he go Where
1: did he go Dude a What's your best move <laughs> you I don't never wanna...
2: seen that I don't want <laughs> to see that again I don't want to see that again I don't need I don't need I don't
0: need to see bootleg Matt Riddle holding his hand. <laughs> bootleg that's him <laughs> They're, they're probably from like 12 minutes up the road from one another. Uh, <laughs> one day so he I gets have the, with a chair. I <laughs> had the day- pleasure
1: now of seeing Orange Cassidy in one of his last matches before he started. The gimmick that he does now. And he's just standard indie wrestling guy. now. I never heard him talk like that. That was amazing. But wow, what a departure from the guy that we have now. <sighs> Speaking of fish.
0: Bobby Fish is backstage. He's not dancing anybody's faces off. He's not throwing bitches in the air, that's for sure. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how often he goes to the beach. but uh, Well, he's a fish, so I assume pretty often. But he's there with the Young Bucks and with Adam Cole, and they are going to uh, take on, this Friday, on Rampage, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus. Young Bucks are not happy. They're also not cleared, Alex.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but finally, Rampage. I'm I'm excited about Cole and Fish teaming up, and also I loved Matt Jackson being like, "No, no, no, you can't say undisputed here." Yeah, that good. was a nice touch. That was good.
2: Um, we we did not touch upon how the, the the night officially started with Kenny and the Bucks and Cole and Kenny saying. Um, no really congratulations, uh, hangman. congratulations to you. Uh, I'm gonna have to go away and, and get some things taken care of. This is something doesn't feel right. Um, and I want you I want you to look after this place while I'm gone. he says kind of to nobody in particular. And Adam Cole says, it's okay cleaner. I got this and and Ma- Omega says, no, 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 no not you. I was talking to the bucks. yes and and, and that that was great because whenever Omega comes back, that's your thing. Cole versus Omega, that's your thing. And holy crap, do I need that. But I need it when Omega isn't in the ring while it's spinning around him. Get that vertigo taken care of, buddy, because that's some dangerous
0: stuff. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Jambeard says, random dude coming up to kiss the catfish or something else. I think he was emulating eating the catfish. I think that's that's what it was. Uh, let, let's take bets. Do you all think that that fish was eaten? I I do. I think somebody ate that fish or I, I think somebody tried to eat that fish, then probably started and go and then didn't.
2: You know, that was brought up in the chat. Kenny says, I haven't watched the match back. So he's never seen the head nod from, from, from Jackson. Oh,
0: that's a good point. That's a good that, point. That's
2: a really, really good point that they brought up that I, that I, but I kind of missed when I watched it. But yeah, he did say, I haven't watched the match back. So now he goes away, not knowing that his brothers, the bucks kind of betrayed him in that moment for hangman. Like that's really interesting. That's
0: really, that is. Nerd guru says that was the plan for UE versus yeah. elite. Right. I would think so. I would think <laughs> oh, so. Daniel. Daniel yeah. Did- I, I, I believe so. And Chris rain says when Bobby fish said, and that's, but got stopped. Yeah. That, was, that popped me, That popped me too. That was a really was good really approach. Good. Daniel R. says, I thought the wrestling was really great, but I want the Elite to go to a new feud. What should the Elite do
1: next? Undisputed the era. The Undisputed era. <laughs> the Undisputed era. I mean, Kyle, we don't have any specific confirmation other than hits at some point what next besides month. Besides the fact that he's teaming with Von Wagner on Tuesdays. And- uh, maybe uh, Adam Pierce's new heavy. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, Undisputed era versus the Elite. Maybe in a blood and guts. Like, look, we don't need four and four. We could just do the three and three. I'm good with that. I just want to see it now.
0: Cowboy says, at least the rematches aren't constantly ending in DQs, I guess. That is a very good point. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Anakin says, what do you think of the odds we get an undisputed chant during Fish and Cole Friday? Oh, I think we're probably getting one. 99%. (laughs) Also, what does Tony D think of this team together again?
2: (laughs) Oh,
0: oh, oh, of the Undisputed Era? Yes. Yes. yeah, Or Indisputed Era. Yeah, exactly.
2: Listen, these guys, uh, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, good guys, but listen, they left NXT just before I got there, and if they were still there, I'd make them slip with the fishes with Orange Cassidy's fish. I'd make them (laughs) sleep with Orange Cassidy's fish. That's what I would make them do, because I'm Tony D,
0: Cowboy Clay said, did I finally hump correctly? Anyway, someday I'll come up with something more insightful than you guys are great, but today is not that day. Happy Cowboy Shit Day. Thanks for all you do. Spiteful Select is some of the best money I spend every month. Thank you very much. We try to give you your money's worth. You get seven weekly shows, several of which Alex is on. Uh, you get exclusive news every single day. Uh, it is the most affordable premium wrestling service there is. <clears throat> we got N J Simmons, or N. Simmons saying, The Omega Cole Slow Burn is amazing. And if Owens leaves and they form Mount Rushmore and Omega returns and blames Cole, this would be great. Robert, that's the beauty. There's so many possible turns.
1: Yeah, there is. I'm more partial to Undisputed Era just because it's different and it's it's Cole on the opposite side of the books. I think Owens is fine by himself for a little while. I think that'll be fun. And, you know, it's just exciting to see where everybody goes and who goes where next.
0: I gotta see Owens and Kingston <clears throat> do something. <laughs> just those two guys that look at each other, and it's the two Bart Simpsons you, you, on the skateboard. Here, here's <clears throat> here's what I want.
2: I want a trios tournament. That's what I want. Give give me Mox, Kingston, and 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 Kevin Steen as a trio in that tournament because I want to see those guys just just wreck fools and just love it.
1: <laughs> see, I think Steen's gonna win the the Owen. I think that's a good way to debut Could be good. John's You're muted again, so he's muted. saying he to murder.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I've got asthma, and I don't want people to hear me cough. And I said, then they call him Kevin, Owen's cup winner. There you go. Ah, There you go. <laughs> Thank you guys for all the humper chats. Get them in. There's still plenty of time. William Tucker says, wish AEW would have done something to introduce Ishii to the fans at home. First time chat. Enjoy the show. I think he's one of those people that that kind of show up and you you know who he is. AEW's demographic is more 18 to 36 than it is little kids. Because I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, when Kurosawa showed up in WCW, I didn't know who the hell he was. I didn't know who a lot of the Japanese wrestlers were then. I also was 10. I was very young. Uh, that's not the demographic they're necessarily after.
1: Yeah, this is a far cry from when the Butcher and Blade showed up on like the second Dynamite. And they were just like, oh, my God, it's the Butcher and the Blade. Exactly. You know who they are. You're like Jay Blood says there's so many seeds being
0: planted for splits and stables. Fights picked and not finished. And we're soon to hear about the heart turning. And sometimes they don't split. Sometimes it makes them stronger. And that, that's what I like about this show jambeard says if the elite betray omega when he comes back you think coda can come back to aw for the save and we get the golden lovers well it's a matter of when he's going to be healthy but i think coda coming back is eventually what makes omega a good person again Uh uh he showed some glimpses of it here he's like i'm hurt i'm humbled i lost and that's it back of the line i'll be back soon but hangman won. good for him he was defeated not just in the ring, he was defeated as a human being. And it seems to me like there's one person that can make him not defeated as a human being. Oh, man. Nyla Rose versus, versus Hikaru Shida. We get a Brock Lock finish, which I love. I love this match. Nyla won a game of musical chairs against Hikaru Shida. <laughs> she did sit down uh, in the chair, she got it first. We've got <laughs> Serena Deeb popping up. I really like this. I thought this was one of be- uh, Nyla's better matches and I do have people that say
1: well gosh, how many
0: of these Nyla Hikaru Shida matches are we going to see? And I do agree. I wouldn't have went this route, but we're not talking three in a month or no. three in two months or three in three months. We're talking three singles matches in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Now <clears throat> they would had a ton of tags too, but this is not like three singles matches over four or five weeks. Uh, I thought this was, uh, and I thought this wasn't even their best match that they've had, but it was. I thought it was a good one. Alex, how'd you feel?
2: Um, one Nyla obliterated that chair. It was great. Like she did a senton off the apron, trying to hit, uh seated Sheeta there, and Sheeta move Sheeta moved it, just just destroyed that chair. Um, I loved Deeb coming in and hitting the chop block on Sheeta on the outside to continue that thing. I think that. I think that as, as you've always wanted, Sean, a Peter and the Chicken feud. I think we might have ours for AWM's division. Sheeta and, and Deeb are, are so great together and they obviously hate each other. Um, this could go on forever. Um, I also liked that it didn't immediately lead to the finish. Like yeah. it didn't feel like it was one of those, oh one of those things. No, because it because she kicked out of the, the move and there were several more minutes left of the match, but the finish of the match was directly impacted by that attack by Deeb because it was the chop block on that knee, and that was the knee they did the stretch muffler up with. It was a really uh psychologically well laid out last few minutes of the match. Um, I I kind of thought we were probably gonna get Nyla in this spot, considering the, the other person in that part of in that part of the bracket is either Statlander or Ruby. Fair. Um so we're probably going to have to have them, either one of them, go through somebody like Nyla to get to the next round. I think that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun. I think this was one of the best women's matches I've seen on a Dynamite just because they didn't get the 930 death slot. They got a lot of time. They came out of the commercial with the attack from Eve, and it still continued going. And they put over Nyla again because Nyla has kind of already been everywhere in the women's division. But they put her over again with the stretch muffler, and I enjoy where this goes next, although I don't think she makes it past the next round.
0: Brendan says, Is it just me, or is Nyla letting more of her personality show on TV? I'm enjoying her work more and more. Sheeta uh feud is so great. <clears throat> so, yeah, is a very entertaining person. Very, very entertaining she's, person. She's really funny on Twitter. Like The way she's she shuts down
2: funny. trolls is hilarious. Yes.
0: So I, I'm glad to see that. Cowboy Flint says, uh, "Nyla one with a stretch muffler. She's the Brian Danielson of the women's division. R26 says, Sheeta was great while she was champion, but seems to have found something during her summer off TV. She's better than ever. I can't wait for Sheeta Deeb <clears throat> three. And Deeb is just incredible. Incredible. Uh, AK Germany says, I love how appreciative the crowd was of the of the great women's match we had tonight. They now have the women to do They now have the women to do two matches on a show every now and then when there's heat and some storylines. And the good part is like, we're not seeing cold matches between just like the bunny and somebody with no stakes. Like this is the title tournament. And now there will be two titles for people to develop into contenders for. So uh, I like that an awful lot. Anakin says, uh, forgot to say I'd love a brief interaction between Cole fish and Taikanti." Yeah, I think that's a little too inside baseball though. <laughs> but put putting Not on being much. the elite, putting out being on the elite would be hilarious. Yeah.
2: Like Ty Ty was like, hey guys, what's up with this? Like you you had me, you told me I was gonna be part of the Undisputed Era, and yeah. then you just you just dropped me. I think that'd be hilarious. Uh
0: Brandon Senpai says wanted to send out an evil Uno appreciation super chat. Want to see him and Stu get straps one day. Any anything's possible, that's for sure. We get the real main event. It's Billy Ass and the Ass Boys, Rod and Todd Ass. They approach Darby and he's like, whatever. Okay. And he's gonna beat up uh Billy Gunn. Um Jambeard says, speaking of RH people, give me Danhausen versus Billy Ass next year after Danhausen gets his new cybernetic evil non cursed egg or leg. So Darby, Billy Gunn, sure. Uh, but I gotta see Danhausen face the ass boys at this mm-hmm. point, guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Billy Gunn, first of all, 58 years old and he looks phenomenal and could probably still go as good as ever. The, the, uh, the show stealing moment here was Todd ass saying, I like turtles to Darby Allen just cause why not? Yeah. I yes. like, I,
2: I thought that was good. Um, how long ago did they turn on, on Paul white on tall Paul? Like it, it's months ago now, and their whole point of turning was like we're undefeated and we should have a tag match. I, I'm I, I want them to like address this because that's a that's an actual storyline. They they turned heel by by attacking Tall Paul, and, uh, and and the reason was because they weren't getting their 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 fair due. So yeah, like they should come out and challenge a bunch of people since they're, they're still undefeated. Um, and I appreciate Billy Gunn being like I am the biggest and the baddest. Because he's badass Billy Gunn.
0: The one. Mark G says, Alex has booked like six months of AEW. I love it. And I like turtles. <laughs> Reese Power says, I love the fact the Gun Club, they're not the Gun Club, they're the ass boys. They tried to trigger Darby, considering Danhausen has been uh, laying shit on Austin Gunn on Twitter for a few weeks now. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> uh, James Higgins says, Women's division question. Any update on Asuka's contract injury timeline? I mean, if we have an article up about it, that that's usually when we don't have any info on her contract. Uh, and I know that you're saying they would likely be enhanced by signing a former WWE champ, and I don't see the Horsewomen leaving. Oh, I think Charlotte could absolutely leave in the future. Oh, yeah. I think they need to do Horsewomen four-way at next year's Mania, just yep. in case. Before, you know, you don't have it anymore. But I think there's a possibility Asuka ends up there. But um, she's she's hurt right now, and that's it. That's, that's pretty much the long and short of it. I think there's a possibility oscar ends up there as well uh red velvet jade cargo promo package that was neat but also neat was the acclaim versus leo rush and dante martin dante Ooh. martin is the belle of the ball this is a story Boy. like i explained it to my wife as we were watching i was like everybody wants dante martin and blood is thicker than water and blood isn't even there right now yeah like that isn't even a part of it this match was so good You see how good all these people are. Of course, Max Caster's strongest suit is on the microphone. Anthony Bowens is is the wizard in the ring. And this match showed me, it's like, oh yeah, that's why Tony Khan went to Leo Rush and said, you're not, you're not retired, retired, are you? Like, (laughs) I know you've got heat with a bunch of people, but like, we'll work through it. We'll get you in a room with Mark Henry. Everybody else can piss off and get over it, do their jobs. This is that. This was incredible, and after what Leo Rush went through, he unfortunately lost his grandmother, sending our love to him. This was cool to see. Robert, the crowd loved Leo and Dante here.
1: Yeah, and how can you not? I mean, Leo Rush feels like he's been the guy on the cusp of the moment for so long, and now he's paired with Dante, who is just getting this Rey Mysterio 96- run out of the blue, and it's great. And Rush eventually won't be a manager, I think. Rush will eventually be on his own. But the people he can elevate as a manager, he can take Joey Janela, who he has a ton of history with, who hasn't done much in AEW. He can elevate him as manager in the ring. Dante Martin, at some point, is going to be back with his brother Darius. And they have already made Owen and Brett. I'm in your shadow feud, but they don't have to go that route. There's so much here. And on top of that, you know, the acclaimed are just a great entertaining package. So much here says the future is going to be fine when Danielson and punk and the rest of them decide they don't want to work anymore.
2: Um, this was, this was all kinds of fantastic. Uh, I, I loved every bit of this. I love that, that they did a little spot where they were, where, where you had bones in the middle of the ring and and Leo and Dante doing the run at him and then dodge off to the side thing, like pinballing in four different yes. directions. That was amazing. Leo that, that teaching, was, teaching Dante that move is awesome.
0: That misdirection was the first thing that I saw him do in person. yeah, and immediately in my mind, I went like, I haven't seen somebody physically do something like that besides Ray. Yeah. like that that was it. Like it yeah. was very, very good. Def Drago says, imagine forcing leo out cuz you value hazing and making new guys pay their dues more than having incredible talents in your company ah buddy there was more to it than that there were there was some there was some right and wrong on on all sides of that and i'm pretty sure he'd be be willing to say that and he's grown an awful lot i've i've come to know him a little bit personally since then and i was the one who reported a lot of the that those stories that came out and um he is he's he's putting in the work uh personally professionally he's he's grown an awful lot I think that there's
2: um there are so many ways that they can go with with this whole thing I love Dante being the belle of the ball and everybody wanting dante um and i I also just love the idea of having him what if he chooses wrong what if he chooses leo because he and leo are having a great time together but leo's actually has been using him Or what if um what if he he rejects team Taz he says, okay cool. We have, we have a backup plan and the backup plan is Darius because Darius is pissed at his kid brother for showing him up while he was gone. And they, they offered yeah. him this money and he, he gets to go there. Then you have that. I mean, I think obviously we're getting a Dante and Leo versus Ricky and Hobbs match out of this at some point, maybe just Dante versus Ricky for the FTW belt. What, Hey, what, I, let's, let's open this thing wide up and do it like do everything we can. Um, I'm, I'm so excited about this, but the, the, the rankings switch, they, they reset at the at start of the new year, which means it wouldn't take a lot of matches of Leo and Dante wrestling together to get us a Lucha Bros versus Dante and Leo Rush match, um, for the titles. I'm not saying Dante and Leo would win, but I want to see that match because I need me some Ray Phoenix versus Leo Rush in my life. Yeah.
0: Also, uh, Max Caster calling Leo Rush, who has three children, a virgin, was very funny. Javon says, the Dante stuff started with Jenny giving him a lot in their match. I don't know who you mean. Maybe, oh, <laughs> he said Jenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dr. Sixfinger says, as soon as Darius is healthy and clear, give me the trios team of uh leo and top flight and let us rejoice maybe i don't i don't know how that's gonna play out maybe darius shows up and he's like yeah kenny omega is who they reference but uh maybe it's darius showing up and saying leave me and my brother alone i'm gonna beat your ass over it
2: yeah there's a lot of stuff there (laughs) or
0: or maybe dante feels or darius feels betrayed by his brother and they have it out and then they hug and everything's fine to me that's that's easy programming to be like everybody saw how good you were and forgot how good I was. Yeah. And I want to show them and it's going to be me and you. And then afterwards they hug it, they shake hands and that crowd will love it. And yep. because they love Dante now, they are going to love Darius as well. That's right. Chris says that frog splash, uh, by Leo is amazing. I want a Lucha brothers versus Leo Dante match. Big thank you to Chris Reigns. He has donated so much tonight. He's been so awesome. Um, Leo and Dante, just Leo in general. Okay, both of them. Every time I just watch them, my mind's blown. Like, I see him, I see Dante do that same moonsault, and I'm just like, wow. Wow. (laughs) Dante could never go
2: to PWG because he'd go through the ceiling. That's
0: true. That's true. R26 said props to all the AEW talent that tweeted about and to Jesse the Buckeye today. We love Jesse the Buckeye. We send our love to her, of course. There were a lot of people: Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, Thunder Rosa. I know Tony Khan reached out to her personally, which is yeah. incredibly nice of him. Um, she she needs some some well wishes, so please uh, send those to her. Uh, she she's had a rough go of it, and even before then, people were just abhorrent to her online. So uh, send her some love. Valab says, "I mean, Darius and Dante can fight and make up because brothers fight. That's what we do." Not, Not according, according to, to Vince. uh, Vincent
1: Mann. I don't know if you ever heard that, story.
0: <laughs> Jinx, pinch, poke, yo, me a coke. R twenty six says, "Really enjoyed the show tonight. Storyline setup is going to be fun. Are you team Page or team Soho regarding the T shirt battle? Oh, that's Bucky's versus uh, Sheets. I've never been to a Bucky's or a Sheets.
2: I've never been to a Bucky's. I've been to Sheets. She- Sheets was all over the place where I went to grad school." And I love sheets. There's nothing better than sheets at 3 a.m. after after a few drinks. I mean, that's that's some good stuff right there. Have you been to either, Robert?
1: I have not been to a sheets. The closest I've been, I've been to a, quite a few Wawas, and those are good. Okay. Have you ever been to a Bucky's? Yeah. Mm, same. Kylie says, "I feel like whatever happens in Dante
0: Martin and Leo Rush could be just as crazy as anime flippy shit that Osprey Ricochet did a few years ago. Oh, I think it could be crazier. I think yeah. they could one up it. I do." Well, then we got the main event. And reminder, guys, you can get your Humper Chats in at humperchat.com. You can also send your Super Chats, but please leave us a thumbs up. Also, we're here all week. Last week, I had interviews with Switchblade Jay White and Ethan Page. Dropped one with uh, Lady Frost yesterday. I believe it's the most viewed interview she's ever done. Uh, we talked about a lot of cool experiences. And then later this week, how about Drew McIntyre? We got him as well. JB Love says, you can see a little healthy sibling rivalry between Dante and Darius in the Ethan Page toy hunt they went on. Seeds of an amazing storyline. I want stuff rooted in realism. Uh, Well, we had the main event. And uh, guys, if you want to hear me talk about the coverage of the Jay Lethal situation, I talk about it both on the Backstage Report podcast and the Listen Your Boy podcast today. Uh, Obviously, Taylor Hendricks does work with us and for us. She is a friend. A little bit of a conflict of interest there. Uh, I'm going to review Jay's matches objectively. Taylor has established we got to cover the shows. we got to cover the news. She's okay with that. But um, just wanted to get that out there. You can hear me speak at length about that on those shows. But as far as the main event went, we had Sammy Guevara, Jay Lethal. They pulled everything out in this match. Like, this had everything. It had uh, a little bit of technical work, some some weaponry, some innovative moves that I haven't seen in a while. Jay Lethal showed up in really good shape. He sped up his work over his Ring of Honor work, which was the concern for me. Like a lot of people that were, um, th- quite frankly, I was not a giant fan of Jay Lethal's Ring of Honor work. I thought it was kind of plodding. Um, I I don't like his finish. I think it is pointless to do a handspring into a cutter. Like what could it possibly add? In fact, you're, you're taking away from the momentum of it. But- I thought this match was about as good of an introduction as he possibly could have had into Ring of Honor, Robert. Um, How do you think? What would you feel about the performance?
1: Well, I think Jay Lethal, first of all, when he showed up on Saturday, I honestly said to who I was watching with the time, I said, oh, I guess Ring of Honor is like done or at least done enough for the guy who was probably but most secure in ROH and most associated with ROH to leave and go to AEW. I think this match was good. I wouldn't have put it on last. I think there was stuff that was a little hotter on the show. It was a great match. But with this going on last and Lethal not winning, it kind of just establishes, okay, are you the guy at the middle of the card? Because you're kind of as tenured as Danielson and Punk, even though you're like the same age as orange cassidy and maybe to some people you have enough history as chris jericho i think they could have done a better job establishing lethal maybe by giving him the win but i understand thinking it's too soon and sammy needs it they were kind of up against the wall here but i think they did the best possible match they could and lethal if nothing else will give them good matches going forward
0: Alex, how'd you, how'd you feel about his performance? This was, this had a table spot. They went all over the place. They really, Sammy drove his knee into his head about 732 times before setting up his, his finish. But uh, how'd you feel?
2: Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough for me to, 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 to be, um, to, to watch the thing. I've just, it's, everything's kind of so fresh and them signing. I, I gave my thoughts on, on the most recent episode of Sour Graps about it, but it is, it is, um, it's, it was a good match. Like it was a good match. If you, you, you take everything else away from it, it was a good match. I can't say anything bad about the match, mm-hmm. and that's and that's the thing is that I I but I couldn't I couldn't watch and just say oh what a great match because I, there was just so much so much outside of that that, that that was going through my mind. So it's tough for me to have uh, a, an objective you know opinion about it. But again, I can't say anything bad about the match. The match was great. I'm glad Sammy won uh sammy did a great job of selling the ribs the whole way through i think maybe if you have bad ribs you shouldn't be doing a lot of splashes yes especially to tables like it, maybe it, maybe if you're selling that part of your body it
0: undermines the selling
2: yeah alter your offense whenever whenever possible but
0: yeah uh, i'll let me some services just let the arena here have some more money well thank you so yeah. much And Tony Nese was in the crowd. Father Lasagna said he had a better build than Survivor Series by inexplicably showing up. And he says, I hate that Humperchats.com is in my autofill now. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be great. Um, Jay says, I know I'm late, but Jay versus Sammy was sick. It was a fantastic match. It was. It's the kind of performance he had to have. I don't think it hurt Jay Lethal in the least to lose either. Ken says the main event is why I separate the art from the artist. What an absolute banger. Ah, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. It really depends on the situation. It, it, it,
2: depend, it depends on who you are. Some, yeah. some, some people can, some people can't. And it also depends on the situation and the person that you're talking about.
0: Sure. Uh, Nerdguru says, hello, fightful. Great showing by Jay lethal. Uh, he helped train a friend of mine looking forward to see how they use him. Well, he showed that he can hang out at their pace with their style in a main event. With the people caring, with a younger talent, even though he's already good in the ring, in in Sammy Guevara, so that that's pretty good. Plus, he's got agenting experience too. Jared says some people have said that Sammy had the weakest run of the TNT title. Did T- did tonight help
1: improve his reputation? Well, yes. he just hasn't defended it. Like he, yeah. it's weird. They split the inner circle, and they had Sammy doing all the stuff with Fuego, and then they were just like. Here is the inner circle. Now that Sammy's got the singles title, I don't understand why they did that. And he defended
0: it against Ethan Page. It was a good match. He defended it against Bobby Fish. It was a good match. It's just
2: so this is this is the third title defense, um, uh, which seems like a lot if you ta- if you talk about yeah. the AEW title in a month and but a half. In a month and a half, three is 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 seems like a lot. But other guys defended it like once a week. You know, for a while, Darby was like out there every week, killing it. So they, they took him out of that by having him go and do part of this, uh, the inner circle and, and Lambert thing.
0: Pablo says, not as much a compliment to lethal, still uneasy with him being in AEW. As a comment on the criticism of AEW not elevating African-American wrestlers, his presence felt leaps ahead of where their other black athletes are, felt like a legit threat. Uh, I think they've got plenty that, that can and will be there. They they definitely have a, a few African American talents that are developing and are going to break through and be huge. And, and plus, I, I think
1: one day Scorpio Sky will win the world title there. Uh,
0: and there's there's a lot of lot of talent out there right now. There's Keith Lee. There's Shane Taylor yeah. promotions. There is Ember Moon. There there's just a ton of talent out there. Jonathan Gresham, just a wealth of talent. Uh, guys, thank you all so much. A reminder, we had Survivor Series predictions yesterday. We got all kinds of shows all week long. Next Tuesday, we're debuting a new show. If you like the MMA beat, if you always like that show with Aria uh, Hawani, Mark Ramondi, Chuck Mendenhall, Luke Thomas, we're doing kind of our, our own take on that. Hosted by Shaquille Missouri next Tuesday evening, it's myself, Chris Van Vliet, and Denise Salcedo. This will be a Fightful Select show moving forward. But next Tuesday, we're going to give you the first episode for free. We're going to try to do it once a month. Check it out, the Fightful Wrestling Roundtable. Um, uh, we would greatly appreciate that. But, uh, Robert, tell the people what you're up to. You're, you're going to be hitting it hard next week with old Lambert on the part-time schedule.
1: That's right. So I'll be... Uh leading things during Thanksgiving week, which should be nice and fun. But other than that, I'm here every day writing news on Fightful.com. And you can find me everywhere at DudeFelice on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Head over there and subscribe because you never know when I might go live.
0: Robert Aquatic uh, does the Lee Moriarty chant. I am so glad that happened, and I hope it catches on. Alan Jeanette says, paid for my first uh, pay-per-view with full gear. AEW and your shows convinced me to invest in them and you huh. keep up the good work. Well, whatever it is, whether it is WWE or Impact or AEW, we're, we're glad that you're enjoying our shows as a companion with them. Uh, we have the benefit of having some access to an awful lot of backstage news. So uh, we hope that maybe entices you as well. Maybe you'll subscribe to Fightful Select too. That's where you can see Alex twice a week.
2: Tell us. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, you can find me on Fightful Select. Uh, late night on on Mondays after the Fightful uh, YouTube post show, I go live uh, talking, uh, giving my thoughts on Raw and uh, breaking down item by item. Uh, uh, I got the receipts. I know why it sucks, and I'll let you know. Uh, um, SmackDown uh, has been just as bad recently. It used to be good, but now it's not. Uh, and I talk, I talk about that usually on Saturday afternoons. Um, and then on Tuesdays on this here YouTube channel, uh, myself and the great Bibanged Kate Hensler um, uh, ha- have uh, uh, an after party of sorts. It's usually we're trying to get it down. We cut three minutes off of last week um, and we're, we're getting closer to the two hour mark that Sean wants us to get to. But but then there's there's we just have so much fun with all of you. So please come to watch us on Tuesdays
0: on this year YouTube channel. Jam Beard says because Robert missed it last week. Can we get a repeat of Tony D oh, singing Jesus. the BTE theme? <laughs> 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 uh, um
2: um <clears throat> B elite D D Elite B Elite D D Elite Super Kick party Ah gabagool.
0: <laughs> Very good. Guys, thank you all so much. We're back here every day, but Survivor Series this weekend. Check out Wrestle Rumble, our good friends. Until next time, we're out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a
2: huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point.